You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al Jerry. All right, here we go on a Tuesday with the post-game post-show podcast, and uh, I have big news that I'd like to share with you. Oh, hi, Jerry. Aside from Al, uh, aside from Jerry Seinfeld, yes. who is the biggest follower you follower you have in terms of numbers on Twitter? Like, who follows you that's got the most followers outside of Jerry Seinfeld? Hmm, that's a good question. Uh, I'd be Boomer at a hundred and. To 50,000 or whatever I, his I, number's at? I think Michelle Beadle is higher than Boomer. She might be actually around a million. Uh, I'm not sure she's that high up. She might be at 600 somewhere in there. All right. Well, I have her on my little thingamajig, too. Okay. Twitter followers. So that doesn't count. You want me? I can Google it, Jerry. Well, I'm just curious if you knew of another big name that follows, follows you. Because I got one today. You did. Feeling quite good about but it, But here's too. the thing. Before yeah. you reveal who it is. Yeah. There are certain uh, big-name celebrities who follow a ton of people, meaning yes. they're not really following anyone. Like Ty Diggs follows me. Right. For what reason, I have no idea. Right, of course. And he's not the one, I'm pretty sure, that clicked follow. Right. Someone and like uh, Jose Bautista follows a ton of That's people. That's right. Me as well. As yes. Matter, and then that? there's the woman. I can't hear her name escapes me now. She follows... I can tell you, you cannot find a verified person on Twitter... That she doesn't follow, and Got I can't it. think of her name. Well, I'm not verified, so All I don't right. know if she follows me or not. Well, I'm very excited then to hear this, This Jerry. is a big one. This Who do you a, got? And this isn't even a person. Oh, so it's like... Uh, this t- is obvious. All right. And there's a reason why they've started following me. Rutgers University. No. Oh. That's been going on for months. Have them follow me. I'm not sure if they follow me. That would be sweet. Uh, For what exactly? Why? I don't know. I just like to have Rutgers verified on your, followers. On your roll, yeah. Uh, Applebee's. Applebee's yeah, is following right. you now. They started following me today. After they heard that you love uh, martinis and a dry salad. I happen to, my kids are very big fans of Applebee's. Kids love Applebee's. They love the appetizers. And I happen to like the drinks there. So it's all good for everybody. I like the uh, Asian chicken salad there with the fried uh, That's good, yeah, chicken. The very good. Wonton noodles. Yeah, very good. Those but uh, very I think good. if you would check a calorie count on that, it's a problem. Well, that's why I go with the salad with any can anybody can laugh all they want. That's why I go with the salad with the no dressing. Or you get dressing on the side because then you can control. You can do that too. How much you're I using? I prefer just leaving the dressing out, and then all of a sudden the calorie count is next to nothing. It's really right. amazing. Think about it. But so is the taste. This, well, that's not true. The same meal could go from 125 calories all the way to like 800, right? Depending upon what you slop in there. So, like this morning, I had a salad, which was romaine lettuce, tomatoes, celery. I put nothing on it. When I logged that into my little uh, app, 
that will literally be a 32 calorie meal. You should be thir- you should you should weigh 142 pounds based on what you eat. So I'm learning a lot about why I don't. And a lot of why I don't weigh what I would like to weigh is I'm way too what's the word sedentary? Is that how you say yes. it? Yes. Uh, in the course of about 10 hours from the time I wake up until the time I get home. Cuz think about it, I'm in the car sitting I get here, and the only time I get up is to walk to the studio to sit down, and then I walk back and I sit down. So I'm learning a lot about what that does to the was the meta- metabolic rate. Is that sure? We're going I like with that. This? So that's why I found out I've got to start getting up and doing more because everything else I do is right except for this. Not good. Do you also think that just certain people can't lose a yes, certain amount of weight? I do. I I mean I find my family is like that. Yeah. And so that's why for me it is a major struggle to lose weight and to do and to stay where I am has been difficult. But I've done it. So there you go. That's enough gloating. Let's talk. And what do you make of this? This is sort of related and it did come up during the show although I had it um on the list of post-game podcast topics. Okay. Uh, Bob Harper from The Biggest Loser. Yeah, I saw this. He's been there all 17 seasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's written books on diet and exercise. He's yep. an exercise guru, Jerry. Yeah. And he had a heart attack, which left him unconscious for two days. Sure. I, I don't. And then Craig on the air today said, well, that's why he, Craig doesn't exercise, because what's the point in exercise if people that are in shape have heart attacks? And we'll hear this sometimes with runners and joggers and people who stay in shape uh, would have a heart attack running. And then mm-hmm. you get fat people saying, well, that's why I don't run. Right. Which is silly. So what is your take on that then? I think until you know what his stress level is on everything else going on in his life, I don't think it means anything. It just doesn't. I mean, you can't tell me um, if he's going through, and I don't know the answer to this. Is he going through a brutal divorce? Has he got, and I wouldn't say bills because I would think he's, you know, wealthier than most people on the on the planet. So I wouldn't say that's it. Um, does he have something going on? Is he being sued by somebody where he's got legal bills and issues that he doesn't want to think of? Well, he said his family has a history of heart issues well, as well. That's another thing. And that's probably why he exercises so much to try and ward off. Doesn't mean you're not going to get it. But, I mean, I've seen, there was a guy I used to train with. He was 23, and he was he was the instructor. I mean, in great physical shape. His dad had him older in life, was 68. Al, I swear to God, you would have pegged him for late 40s. Unbelievable the shape he was in. And part of that was there, his father, the, uh, the guy I worked out with, his granddad died from heart disease. So... His dad became an exercise junkie just like this kid Mike did and unbelievable the shape he's in. So for him it worked. There's just there's too much that goes into it. It's not as simple as work out and you're never going to die of a heart attack. Who knows? Yeah, I don't understand why like some people could eat terrible food and they're still skinny. Why can people smoke into their 80s and not get lung cancer? Hmm. You know, why can people chew tobacco into their 60s and 70s? And a guy like Tony Gwynn dies from mouth disease from chewing tobacco in his 40s. Who knows? I mean, we're all different. I mean, it doesn't – I don't know that there's an answer for it. I really don't. Hmm. All right, Jerry. Do you have an answer for this then? Probably not. A uh, 66-year-old woman, a resident here in New York City, uh, 27 floors up in an apartment building in New York City. Okay. Has a drone crash through her window. I saw this in the newspaper. Uh, the drone was going 35 miles per hour, 
First of all, do you think a 66-year-old woman has any idea what a drone is? Yes. Like when that came crashing through her window, was she had to be like, what is this spacecraft UFO in my living room? I say at first after she didn't have a heart attack and die from the Which she the didn't. Fear she survived. Right. I think when she looks at it, I do believe, by the way, I could put a floor down watching this, watching this TV show. Um, I do believe they know what it is if she's got grandkids. Because if you're in your mid to late 60s, you might have grandkids that could be 10, 11, 12 years old, something like that. And if they, she's got grandkids that have drones, she knows what they are. Like my mother is in her middle late sixties. She knows what a drone is. I'm trying to think if my mother would Your know. Your mom what a, knows what a drone my is. My drone. My mother's a seventy-three. Uh, Your mom knows what a drone is. You think I've if a drone came she's crashing hit. through her window, she would go, "Oh, that's a drone," and no, not no, some I, sort of UFO? After she got over. Yeah, like it crashes, she goes over and picks it up. Yes, she I knows think she that's would a drone. see the camera on the front of it, and she would realize it was a drone. I do think so, yes. This 66-year-old woman says she feels like she could have been sliced and diced by this drone had it not got caught up in her blinds. Well, it's possible, I guess. Do you ever, do you ever fly a drone? Craig bought them for us. You ever no, I haven't, no, I was waiting for the weather to get warmer. So when he got the summer, I got one last summer. Also, I fear that I'm going to fly it and smash it immediately. That's the next problem I was just going to bring up. To her point about feeling it was going to slice and dice something. Yeah. So when we first got the drone up and running, trying to control it at first, not easy. And I almost put it through my neighbor's window. Oh, that would have been awesome. Yes. It was, I didn't know how to stop it. It was going in that direction. So I hit the kill button and it came straight down. We had to go out to their backyard and get it. So I could see how it could happen. And those things, they got the propellers going. You better look out. Get out of the yeah, way. I figure I'm going to take it up to the uh, beach. And you'll the, probably lose it in the, the ocean. The first time I try it. I think it's very possible. I don't mean to be a jackass. I think it's very possible you lose the drone in the ocean. I could picture a whale just coming out of the ocean and grabbing it, thinking it's a uh, seagull. What do you think, a whale's King Kong all of a sudden? Well, the whales, I see them jump out of the ocean sometimes. In New Jersey? Yeah, there's whales in New Jersey. Where? In the in the Jersey Shore coast that I go to. You see whales? I have seen whales there, and there are whales... If you Google whales, Jersey Shore, huh. they're there. I've never seen that. That's, that's, there are, they are there. There are whales. You sure they're not dolphins? No, they're whales. I know the difference between a dolphin and a whale. Sure my fear do. is that a whale would come out and steal my drone. Whales in the Jersey. Not, it just go whales, Jersey Shore. Google it. I, I'm Googling it right yeah, now. It'll come right up. Whales, Photographs and Jersey everything. Shore. Uh, yeah, no, nothing coming up here. Uh, no. Do, uh, Wales Belmar. Okay. Try that. Belmar. Google that, Jerry. New Jersey. And that might come up now. Hope a bunch of fat people don't just come up. That would be offensive. And I wouldn't stand for it. I'm sorry. I'm not here on Google. I'm going to find you a story. NJ.com did it. Oh, here we News go. Hold 12. on, hold on, hold on. Rare sighting. Rare sighting. Uh, this is from Whale 2016. October drone. 2016. Yes. A whale rammed into the side of a man's boat in Belmar. Mm-hmm. How about that? How about that? I told Why you, Jerry. Why would a whale be in New Jersey in the winter? I don't know. There's one in November, too. Yeah. They're wow. all over the place, Jerry. I'm telling so you. you there are whales left and right. I go whale, whale watching. watching. Definitely. Do you go whale watching? I've not, but now that I got, when I pull my drone out, I'm going to go whale watching. There's actually video that I'm watching right now. Of a whale? Of this whale. I cannot believe we have whales in New Jersey. Yes. How about that? That's a whale. So I'm afraid I'm going to put my drone out there. The whale's going to eat it. Huh. How, how do that? you land a drone the first time? How like how do, and the, 
these drones have to be fragile. How are we not smashing drones constantly? No, no. Like, uh, as I said, you are going to. Like here's a, oh here's a four hundred dollar drone. Now let me smash it into the ground on my first attempt, and well, it's broke. I'll tell you this: the ones we have, they're the parrot ones. I think they're called parrot. Yeah, parrot. Um, the propellers are protected by styrofoam like border guards. So the propellers, if you hit something and it goes down, the propellers stay safe. And once once the drone starts the descent, the propellers pretty much shut down. So it, it'll be all right. But I do think you'll lose it in the ocean. I would stay on the boardwalk if you can. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Probably. Or like it's just an open field. I probably should take it to an open field. Just watch the kids. You don't want to. The very I'll take it to. If a, you really think about it, these kids, drones are not a great idea. No, terrible idea. I'm going to take it to a kid's playground. My first shot at a drone. It land one on a kid's head. Yeah, whether that or the parents will think Radio I'm creeping producer on the, the kids. Boomer and Carton show arrested for assaulting a six-year-old. Well, Why? What would he do? He landed a drone on his head. Yeah, accidentally. He was trying to keep it away from a whale on the beach. Ignorance is not a defense, Al. That's true. Or not knowing how to operate the drone. Maybe uh, this summer you and I get together. We we do our drones. There's a gym drones together that I've been dealing with. Uh, been dealing with this really good dude. Maybe rent out the gym to me for my baseball teams on rainy days. He has adults, not kids. They've basically established established a little, um, what's the word? Like a pickup drone league, a drone nothing racing official. league. Yes, it's nothing official, but they go in for an hour once a week, and there's like twelve guys. And they have drone races around this massive gym. You think I'd say it's awesome. You think I'd be able to bring my drone in just to the regular gym when people are working out and just have the drone flying around? How about this? Why don't you try it? Let's see if you still belong to the gym the next day. (laughs) Jerry, it is often uh, said, especially by women, that when men get sick, they act a lot sicker and are more pathetic than women when they're sick. Would you say that's true in your household? Yes, I would. That when you get sick, everything stops. And if your wife gets sick, everything kind of still keeps moving. Yes and no. I would say this. First of all, my wife does not get sick all that often, number one. When she does, she usually heals pretty quickly. For whatever reason, when I get sick, I get knocked on my ass like I was shot dead. And you've seen me. I come in here, and I still try to get through it. Um, And sometimes the only thing that works is literally getting sleep. And I think it's a byproduct of not sleeping on a daily basis. I mean, I do think that's part of it. Uh, But when I get a virus or something, it knocks the hell out of me. doesn't mean I'm going to stop doing things for the kids. But, yeah, I mean, I I take a beating more when I'm sick than she does. I think a lot of times women think that men are big babies when they get sick. Well, I'm not a big baby, and I can handle myself. So I I don't know. I'm not looking to crawl into the fetal position and say, you know, I need help. I'm, I've always said this, and I don't know if this reflects poorly on me because I have a lot of friends, oh, my God, a happy wife, happy, shut up, that nonsense. Have some self-respect. I've always said that. Take care of yourself, and if, you, if it takes some time, it takes some time. But I have friends that will literally crawl up into a ball, and, you know, their wives have to help them. they got to call their mom. Come on. Right, that's Stop what I'm it. saying. I think that's a Stop lot it. of the perception is that m- when men get sick, they're bigger babies than when women get sick. I, I, like I said, I probably agree with that. I don't think I'm a baby. I just think I get knocked on my ass. Well, you're the exact example of what this new study is showing. Okay. That when men get sick, perhaps the reason why we act like more like we're a baby is because viruses attack men more aggressively than females. 
That's what this study is showing. I, by the way, and that's I didn't even know what you were going to mm-hmm. bring up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, when mm-hmm. my wife gets sick, she's better in 24 hours, and I don't understand it. I get sick, it takes me a week. And again, I don't get the proper rest. I do think that's part of it. I still have the stupid alarm going off at 2.30 in the morning, and I'm still going to bed at whatever time, 8 o'clock, 8.30, sometimes 9 or 9.30, and I'm still announcing games with a bad throat. and a, it's, It sucks. Maybe that's part of it. I don't know. Why do people think chicken soup can cure an illness? That's uh, impossible. It it's just chicken water. All chicken soup can do, it's the broth and just the hot water. You know, soothing your throat. That's all that That's is. all it is, right? So, Although I had been reading a lot about this this whole, which is the little Pop to Al's Boring podcast coming out today. Oh, thank you, Jerry. Yeah, that's right. Uh, he is going to rail on people that think they're big into CrossFit. And like, well, I don't know. Why am I looking into the camera? This is not, not sure. The not on camera. Alan, uh, his, uh, his name, Paul, his friend's name is My Paul. My man friend, Paul. They will rail on people that are big braggers about doing CrossFit, being vegans, stuff like that. Braggers. The topic is uh, things people brag about. Right. And those were two that you highlighted in I your did. tweet. So highlighted those. Go get Al's Boring Podcast. Um, I've been reading a lot about this whole vegan thing. Not that I'm going to become one. I could be a vegetarian. I've always said that. But I still need the fish. I, I can't Will have... Will you be a pescatarian, they call that. Oh, that's what that's fish. called. So what's a vegetarian? Uh, I believe a real vegetarian is is no meat. But we'll have cheese and eggs and yes. stuff like that. All right, so a pescatarian is no meat, but you can have fish right. and dairy. Correct. That right? Um, I, I Maybe I will become a, a pescatarian. Pescatarian? All right. But what the, the amazing things that I've read are all the types of foods we don't eat that have, I guess, good curing rates based on the population in Asia and how people treat diseases and illnesses and stuff like that, and none of us do any of that. Chicken soup was on that list? Chicken soup is actually not on the list. No. Uh, what are some foods list. that would cure our illnesses? I don't want to say would cure, but there are there are claims that you can reverse certain cancers by eating certain vegan diets. And their spirulina, I believe, is one um, spice or additive. I don't call it an additive. I think it's a spice. That if you have a diet that has a lot of spirulina in it, it's got amazing uh, healing powers. Having cinnamon every day keeps you healthy. I mean, all different things that we don't do on a regular basis. Something very simple, very simple as um, making sure you have about 90 ounces of water every day can do wonders for your body. I try. On Friday, Al, I had 96 ounces of water. On Saturday, I had 70. On Sunday, it's zero. And Zero I water. It didn't hit me. You must have been peeing yellow. Until Sunday night. No, 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 no. It was highlighter yellow when I woke up Monday morning. Weird, right? 90 ounces of water. How many um, well, I bottles have a, is that? I have my little Shakeology uh, container that I fill up because it's got a little counter on it. So I know how many ounces I fill it up to. So I fill everyone up to 24 ounces. So if I have, what is that, 24, if I have four of those, that's 96 ounces. And I finished four of them on Friday. I've heard that uh, drinking all this water is not necessary. Uh, I guess. I mean, everything I read is the not the more you drink, but half your body weight flushes toxins out. So I don't know if it's true or not, but I do know it's a hell of a lot better than drinking Mountain Dew and Coke. Well, that's true. You know, and iced tea. So if you're going to waste all your time drinking that crap, you might as well. And the other thing, too, and I've seen a big difference in terms of hunger, uh, pain, not pains, but when you get the urge to eat, if I cut out the uh, coffee sweeteners and I just drink coffee black, I find I'm not hungry. 
If I start the day with coffee that's got a lot of creamer in it, especially the flavored ones, I want to eat every 30 minutes. It's unbelievable. So I don't know what the chemical in that's doing. Very interesting, though. A lot of interesting stuff. How about like uh, old people would always say to cure your illnesses, uh, drink whiskey. I do believe in that, too. Like a How shot so? of bourbon every yeah, day. Like, I have no idea. What does that do? I don't know, but there are older people that will swear by it. Also, the people that swear by four ounces of red wine every day. And now there are there are scientific studies that prove that, too. I don't know what the hell it does. Well, it's listen. in the grapes. How many? How much wine? I think it's four ounces every day. Because I told you that the, no, the no, other no. day. You had like 30 ounces the other night. Well, I had like uh, 40 different tastes of wine, and I got very sick, Jerry. I did. It did not was not healthy for me. You basically drank a case of E&J Gallo on Friday night. <laughs> yeah, and that did not work. No, it's not going to work. And by the way, the wine drunk is brutal. Terrible. You get headaches like crazy. Pounding not headache. Good. Not good at all. It was a bad scene, Jerry. It's a bad scene. Now, we have an event we are going to soon. Are you going to be pounding wine again? No. Do you drink it all anymore? I, I swore off all alcohol uh, Saturday evening, so we'll right. see how that goes. You think maybe we'll be back on it for the event? For the bo- uh, Boomer uh, charity event that we go to every year? Okay, yes. Uh, I'm going to say I'm going to try to avoid drinks that night. Really? Yeah. Look at you. I just did not feel good after that. So Al is finished. You're going back I might to being be finished. boring Al. I might be finished drinking, Jerry. you like Fun Bobby. Who's Fun Bobby? From Friends. Oh, I'm very fun when I have drinks. You are. And when you're not, you're just quiet and boring. You're quiet and boring and want to get out of there and go to bed. Uh, can I clear something up, too? Certainly. Please go ahead. Because my friend Kirsch was disparaged on the show today. He was, yes. Um, by you. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that you don't like him, which is fine. No, no. Craig said I, wanna... I didn't like him. Oh, okay. Well, then you made the comment about happy people that I said I don't understand show. why the Boomer and Carton softball team is filled with people who are not affiliated with the Boomer and Carton show. So I would like to just say, A, I completely agree with you. If it was uh, what I think it should be, and this is probably kind of crappy because some days I can play, some days I simply can't. I think it should be, you should be at third, Craig is short, I should be at second, and Eddie should be at first base. That's what I think it should be. And Bob, if he's there, should be the catcher. I think we should be out there, and whatever the hell happens, happens. Right. That's the show. We should be out there, and then you fill the spots beyond that. Hopefully a guy like Izzo could join us, whoever's around. Or Chris Sims, who's on the show quite a bit. Kim Jones wants to play. She fills in for the Boomer and Carton show sometimes. Perfect. Whoever. All good. The reason Kirshner uh, is now on the team was because we were short players for one game. And I knew he was a really good softball player, and I got him involved. Boomer liked him because he was very he was a hell of a fielder and said, bring him next time. Now, as it turned out, we showed up for the first game, and we had more than enough players. I think we were panicking. We were going to show up with eight people. So that's how he's gotten involved. So anybody out there, I don't want you to think I forced Kirshner on everybody. You did not. Good dude. We needed an extra player. I knew I couldn't play. But like we've had Boomer's plumber on our team, and that's not even a joke. Correct. Bobby Bellini. His actual plumber and has he's good. been on our team. Yeah, but he has sure, nothing but to do he, with the show. nothing to do with the show. Agreed. So I'm with you. That's how I think it should be said. Yes. But we're working with two guys that are so goddamn competitive Very and want to so badly that it's more important that we just kind of fill the roster with better athletes and right. players than the Boomer and Carton team. Hmm. So there you go. My and that's one the grow I think on. you happen to agree with me, too. Yes, I do, 100%. So, all right. Well, I think I'm good. The warm-up show, Jerry, was on this morning. We was, talked some sports. It was actually really good today. I brought up a fabulous podcast called Missing Richard Simmons. Which was so good that it aired on the Boomer and Carton show today. On that television, segment. yes. Right. They put that on television. Have you so realized we're like TV stars now? It's tuned. Uh, I actually do the warm-up show just for the short 
TV segment they give me. <laughs> I like that the By best. By the way, he's not kidding. Not kidding. Because he has ideas in his head when we're done with it, what he thinks they should run. Like, oh, I hope they run the uh, Richard Simmons segment and that I talked about. And more times than not, you guys are. I get it. Yeah, we're on. We're in sync. You are. So, so that's right. coming up right here, Jerry. All right, so do your thing. Sue? It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. What is up, Al? We got a what, a Tuesday morning? Uh, Tuesday. Tuesday. Hi, Jerry. Tuesday. So yesterday was, uh, I'm very happy to see that Tim Tebow is not on the back pages of the paper, but he was in Port St. Lucie yesterday, and we did find out that you could maneuver around Port St. Lucie to kind of watch the uh, backfields where he's doing these minor league workouts. He did speak yesterday. I mean, should we play any of this this morning? Yeah, well, I did see that he revealed he's working out with uh, our mortal enemy as a well, Met, Daniel they're, Murphy. They're friends now. They're Murphy. friends. Yes. They live in uh, Jacksonville together. Pals. Why Daniel Murphy's living in Jacksonville makes no sense. Why not? You, well, were, you were in Jacksonville. It's yeah, nice there's Jacksonville. nothing there. Well, it's quiet. This, by the way, it's perfect for you. Good weather. You've got restaurants. Not a whole hell of a lot to There's do. There's no way they have good a restaurants of, in not? Jacksonville. You know, here the big myth about Jacksonville when they had the Super Bowl, whatever year it was, two thousand five, I think, January two thousand five. The big myth about Jacksonville was what a miserable city it was, and I agree it was miserable because the weather was awful and it rained all week. They had though on Friday and then Saturday when the weather got good. They had a party in the streets. You got the water right there. They had the cruise ships coming in. It was actually kind of neat. It's perfect for you. Why don't you retire to Jacksonville? I imagine Jacksonville just being like uh, a bunch of frat guys from the University of Florida walking around town. Yes. Why? I don't really get along with (laughs) frat guys. Anyway, so him and Daniel Murphy have uh, become friends, and they worked out together. And that's all good, right? says they worked out together on Thanksgiving morning. Why not? Before making turkey. You do know high school football teams play football on Thanksgiving. It's very popular, yes. the Dallas Cowboys and the Detroit Lions. That's true. Yeah, I'm not thrilled with him working out with Daniel Murphy, but all right. Are you also into this quote, which I'm sure we're going to play it every hour. This is Tim Tebow. I want to be someone that was known for bringing faith, hope, and love to those needing a brighter day in their darkest hour of need. Sounds like he read that. That's fantastic. No, he he didn't read that. I think he says it over and over and over again. He wants to be someone that was known for bringing faith, hope, and love to those needing a brighter day. What's wrong with that? In their darkest hour of need. You're not going to be a hater on this, are you? No, not at all. In fact, this reminds me of Someone from the past. Jesus? Nope. <laughs> Fitness guru Richard Simmons. Richard Simmons. That's okay. Right. Who, I'm not sure if you're aware, has been missing for three years. I thought he died. No, he's alive. I was not aware of that. But he's missing for, th- he dropped out of life three years ago. Well, what happened to him? It's a big mystery. And in fact, there's a number one podcast right now called Missing Richard Simmons, and it's a guy looking for that answer. Does he go look for him? He does go look for him. Really? He talks to people. How old is Richard Simmons Richard now? Simmons, I, he's still alive. I Googled this yesterday. He's like 60. Uh, he's in his mid-60s. Is I that think. it? Yeah. Six, uh, maybe late 60s. Okay. He's not 70 yet. All right. So he used to teach this uh, class every yeah. week, like every Tuesday, I think it was, for 40 years. Then he just stopped showing up. He also had the videos that were out, right? The, yes. Uh, exercise videos he made you know a lot he of had, money on. He had 60 sweating to the oldies I videos. Do, I believe that, yes. And he made $200 million yeah. on the first 20. I believe it. So he's got some cash, that Richard What's Simmons. What's the guy's name? Les, um, 
I can't think of the fitness guy. Les Simmons, is that his name? I don't know who that is. He was one of the is. first guys that started doing. I think the, you're thinking of Jack LaLanne. No, I'm not thinking of Jack LaLanne. His first name was Les. I think it's Les Simmons. I could be wrong on the last name. But he was one of the first guys that started doing the exercise videos. The money that that are in that business and field in terms of the video distribution is through the roof and he is one of your guys richard simmons yeah richard simmons so tebow could be the modern day richard simmons i I suppose he could i want to be someone that was known for bringing faith hope and love to those needing a brighter day in their darkest hour of need i think that's beautiful now if they eventually find richard simmons we don't need tim tebow but if they don't (laughs) find him well, Tim Tebow's a different bird. I don't think I nominate... he's doing exercise videos with old people. Well, he should. Well, he could, but he's not. He's no, going to preach. Sweating to the oldies. The oldies weren't old people, Jerry. Sweating to the oldies I, was the music. Later in life, did he not start doing exercise videos for the older for generation? Yes. Perhaps. He's done 60 videos. Exactly. I'm sure he hit every uh, exercise for children, exercise for thin people, exercise for fat people. Exercise for everybody. So he's missing, Jerry. I recommend you check out that podcast, though. It's called Missing I'll... Richard Simmons. Don't in say I'll pass. In it's, case you weren't aware. It's number one on iTunes in right now. In case you weren't aware, you do two podcasts. I do, too. I've got no more time for any other podcast. I wish I had this idea to go chase down <laughs> Richard Simmons. Number one <laughs> Yeah, that would have been awesome. so desperate for the number yes. one podcast. By the way, it doesn't have to be on iTunes. It could be on you know, Maury Johnson's list of podcasts, as long as you can call yourself number one at something, you will be thrilled. In fact, I'm trying to think, like, who else do we, have we not heard from in a while that I could go look for? Missing Mad Dog Russo? Well, he, well, we we know know where he is, we just can't hear him. Right. (laughs) Well, try, start a podcast, Hmm. let people know. And I know you hate this, Jerry. (laughs) What's that? And I look for these stories every day, changing baseball. That's yes. all I'm interested in. How do we change baseball? Because right, you want baseball to be an hour and a half. Yes. Make it a five-inning game. So Major League Baseball has given a, a job to Rawlings. They make the regular baseball. Sure. To make a, quote, make, quote, stickier balls. Yes. They want the balls to be tackified. Sticky balls. Sticky balls. Right. And I, you can make, you can understand they're trying to get rid of all the other nonsense the pitchers are trying to use. Right. In terms of getting a better grip and all that. And one of the minor leaguers that did it in the Arizona Fall League said it took a little, took a little bit to get used to, but said it was not a big deal. I don't think they'll, I don't know that this will ever happen. Maybe it will, maybe it won't. If it does, guys are going to bitch and complain about it and then they'll get used to it and we'll kind of move on. But the ball, it's the same size it's the same uh, weight it's not that big a deal now they're looking to do this not this year but 2018 right well because you're going to implement it first in the minor league like they did the arizona fall league i imagine they'll implement it in the minor leagues and then if it goes well you put it in major league baseball you can't just throw it in there i never knew what a rosin bag did anyway isn't it just a bag of powder essentially yeah well, what does that do it gives you a good grip. But you're playing some guys... baseball in the middle of July, you're sweat. Okay, so this is what I didn't understand though. Some guys are licking the hand, right, and the, and then touching the ball. Sure. Other guys are powdering the ball. Depends on what you're looking for. That's all. And some guys will put the stuff on their hat and <laughs> doctor up the ball. Right. Some guys in the past would cut the ball. Some guys would spit with the ball. I mean, who knows? That was Gaylord Perry. Sticky balls. Stickier balls coming in 2018. Jerry. One more before we uh, sticky, get... balls. Mm-hmm. sticky balls. Sticky balls. Exactly. Wow, you don't waste much time, do you, Eddie? <laughs> no, that was gold. Um, one more before we take the break. This is an update on the mumps. I don't remember. Was it the Senators or the Vancouver Canucks? Canucks. It was the Vancouver Canucks. They had five players they thought had the mumps. And some of you guys who are being a little snarky, maybe even Boomer said, well, of course it happens to a Canadian team. Well, guess what? 
the Minnesota Wild do not play in Canada. They play in the United States. Don't sue. Very close. Yes, it is very close, but it's Minnesota that's part of the United States. And we now have Zach Parisi, who you remember played where before the Minnesota. That's exactly right. And Jason Pominville. They have come down with the mumps. So the wild have now been hit with the mumps. Don't they get those vaccines anymore? I don't know how this works. I have no idea. All I know is the Canucks got five guys with it. The wild have two guys. They're bringing up a couple of kids now. And so the mumps, I'm not going to say running rampant in the NHL, but no, it's the, two teams now in a week. You know what the problem is, Jerry? Parents don't like to give their kids vaccines anymore. So now we get Some hockey don't. players with mumps. Some don't. That is very true. We do. Our kids get so your your kids aren't going to come down with the mumps. I have to ask my Good wife. For not you. sure if we did a mumps oh. vaccination or not. Did you have a mumps vaccination? Not, I hope so. Like Eddie, if I got that when I was in kindergarten or whatever, if I got mumps, I'm good for the rest of my life. I, no mumps. I believe you're good. I don't even think uh, that one needs a booster. Well, there you go. Apparently, they didn't get it. I'm mump free, so zip it, Minnesota Wild and Vancouver Canucks. By the way, you can breathe heard. on me. I won't even catch the mumps. I've never heard of the Canucks before this past week. Vaccinated. <laughs> we'll take I'm quick, aware of the Canucks. Quick timeout. Boomer and Carton in a few minutes on the fan. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's the shortest show on WFA. A couple of minutes before we get to Boomer and Carton quickly. The Knicks played, I thought, last night their best half of basketball and then still lost to the Raptors. 92-91. DeMar DeRozan scored 37. Go-ahead basket. 1.9 seconds remain. Okay, I understand. That's going to be the theme today. You get it, Antonio you say, Brown. How do you not foul him? You're not you're wrong. You're up one. Clock you're not wrong. Down, you got a foul to give. I don't disagree with you. They made Where's a mistake. Where's the defensive coordinator? That's another issue for another day. It Jeez. looks like Jason Pierre-Paul Bro. will get the franchise tag from the Giants. A couple of other quickies here for you, Al. So we always say nothing good happens after what? Midnight or after Midnight. 2 a.m. or something like that. So there's a defensive tackle in the Colts. His name is David Parr. He's been around for a few years. Not a household name by any stretch, but... Decent player. He made six or seven hundred thousand dollars this year, set to make seven or eight hundred thousand dollars next year. He was arrested over the weekend. Now the details are kind of sketchy, but here are the details that I read and just take the visual visual of this. Of course he gets arrested at two thirty in the morning. He allegedly hit a man over the head and then stole with his a frying pan? It didn't say. It didn't say with what, but he hit a man over the head, knocked him out, and then stole his street legal golf cart. <laughs> What At 2.30 in the morning, there was another gentleman on a golf cart. Yes. He should be arrested. <laughs> for having a Just for being on a golf cart. Yeah. At 2.30 in the morning. Now, Where this, was this? Indianapolis? Uh, I think it was in Arizona. I'm not 100% sure. I think it was Arizona. I got to check. The, but... Think about what this dope just did. You've got a good career going. You're not quite making a fortune. But for most people, seven dollars $800,000 a year is a lot of money, and he has put it in jeopardy by getting into some beef and selling a golf cart. I'd buy my own golf cart if I made seven hundred grand a year. And you well should. I wonder what he hit him with, what the altercation was beforehand. You know, they're in the sure. desert. It's probably 110 Assuming degrees. Assuming it was Arizona. I'm not 100% sure Let's on that. Let's assume that. Let's just make that a fact. Right. Well, he's got a golf cart that's street legal, so then I wouldn't he think it'd be Indianapolis. Clobbers the guy over the head. He <laughs> goes down, and he steals his golf cart. Yes. And then the guy wakes from consciousness and calls the police. <laughs> I guess. It's like a cartoon. It says, my golf cart has been stolen. Yeah. Who hit you? Some NFL guy. I mean, how dumb do you have to be? And again... In the middle of the night, not good. And then how about this? The O.J. Simpson thing, he's up for parole coming up in October, and he could settle, not settle. If he actually got out, he would get his retirement money of over $2 million that is not eligible to go anywhere else but him. Yeah, the Goldman and Brown family can't touch that. They would get none of it. And the story I read, they have received very little of anything since the whole trial, and they would not be able to touch this either. How about that guy actually got away with double murder and then held up somebody at gunpoint to go Listen to the Listen to the Yankees. 